We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is hour two of Lori and Julia's show right here on My Talk 1071. I'm Sonny in I wanted to remind you that My Talk 1071 and the St. Paul Saints are bringing back the Cat Video Festival going down on Thursday, August 8th at CHS Field, presented by First Equity and Walter Polar Mazda, Mazda and Walter Mazda Burnsville. Upload your video submissions now on the Nutrisource Pet Foods video submissions page and come watch the new 2019 cat video reel, including a segment from America's Funniest Home Videos. More details at mytalk1071.com keyword cats. And now, Julia and Stephanie. You're so funny. <laughs> Welcome back to the stage. Welcome back. Okay, so here is the deal. Stephanie's sitting in for Lori. Lori is up at Grandma's. Sure, we're going to hear about it oh, when she comes that's back. that's always a good recap when she it. gets back. I hope it's going to be warmer up there than it was. Um, so you you have been working with millennials or? Okay, so I think my daughter is technically a millennial because she's 20. She's not. What is she? Millennials kind of are a generation above our kids. She's the next one down. Okay. I'll figure it out. But Here's, whatever. So what how old your daughter? Tell she everybody. Is. Right, I'm, she's I'm 21. A, I'm a millennial. <laughs> Sonny, are you millennial? I, I are you have, over 22? Yes, I've I've been told. I've been told. I'm like on the cusps. Sonny, will you look up what the age range is for millennials? There's while? a bunch of different ones. I know. Okay. <laughs> Here's the only reason why I bring this up. Okay. And maybe it's not a millennial thing. Maybe it's just like a general young person when okay. you're starting out thing. Because I don't really want to be that person that begs on millennials all the time because it's oh, kind of irritating. It, it, no, not at all. Because these people are going to be the ones that are taking care of us when we're older. That's right. So, and and actually, they're probably well suited for this. They say born between 81 and 96, you're a millennial. Yes, and, ma'am. And born between 97 and 2012, you're a Generation Z. So, so I my guess, daughter is a millennial because she was born in 98. No, so, she's not. You heard me wrong, but okay. whatever. In any case, <laughs> here's the thing that I'm struggling with. <laughs> math. My niece <laughs> and math. My niece, you know, we have these plans. We're going to get together and come at seven o'clock and you're going to bring this dessert. Okay. So at 10, no, at seven, while I'm standing in the place we're supposed to be, the phone rings and, oh, I got really busy and I didn't get the dessert, but I'm standing in the checkout line right now and I'm going to just buy this cake mix and we can make it. And I'm like, "Mm, no, we can't Uh because it's seven o'clock and we're going to have this dinner Mm -hmm. and we're not going to have time to make this cake. So just come over. And by the way, it's starting right now. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So she comes over and I have noticed this about her, my daughter, my brother, who's 26, is the same way. It's like, oh, 
I'm exhausted. I'm like, oh, okay, well, what's going on? Why are you exhausted? I had to work. <laughs> like, um, okay, so you had to work your 40 hour a week job. Got it. And I mean, I'm just exhausted because I had to work and then I had to do laundry and then I got my nails done and I'm just like, I'm sorry, I couldn't get the cake because I was just so overwhelmed because I had to work. I'm like, how this seems to be a trend like you guys can hold down full time jobs, but nothing else. Like you really probably couldn't have children because there's no way you'd be able to manage their lives in your own. Oh my god! You can't like like your errands are just your errands. They don't qualify as like your working time of life. <laughs> I don't like list all the errands I do in a day because if I did, every day I have twenty things I have to get done, and my job is like a third of the things. Right. God forbid you'd volunteer or do anything else because you're so exhausted from your 40-hour-a-week job. Well, here's what I'm What thinking. is up with that? Right, 651-641-1071 if you want to join in the conversation. I don't, I don't know if anyone's out there today. I, and I don't um, know if anyone else is experiencing this, but honestly, my 20-year-old daughter, my 26-year-old brother, my 24-year-old niece, working 40 hours a week is so exhausting, they can't seem to manage anything else in their life that has to do with like family obligation. They don't even really can't even manage their friends because it's just, uh, I'm just, I'm exhausted by Friday night. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I am exhausted by Friday night, but I'm thinking about, okay, so I, I blame this on us. Cause we did everything for kids, them. Cause we did everything and they didn't have to work. That and hard. now if they have to do two it, things at once, it's like, Oh my gosh. I, twice, you're going to ask me to do two things in the same day. But my favorite is that you, your party's starting at seven and that your niece calls you at seven. Standing in line at the grocery to store. To get a cake mix. With a box of cake mix. Like we're going to have time to make an angel food cake. And that she couldn't even decide to go buy a cake. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. And I was just like, whatever. Like, just come. Like, you know, we're not going to. But as she's explained to me, her exhausting day that included getting her nails done and doing her laundry, I was like, "What's laundry? Right. Does that count as no? It doesn't. That you get to be exhausted because you had to do your own laundry? No. Like wait till you have to do laundry for five people in your house. Exactly. Let's have Angel weigh in. Angel, does this happen to you? Oh, my twenty-one-year-old is home from college, but she's working the summertime full time. Yeah. Last night, I got home and I looked at my fourteen-year-old and I said, "I know you're home during the day alone." But it didn't occur to you to unload the dishwasher. She says, you didn't tell me. The 21-year-old, I said, I work all day and then I have to come home and work more. I said, you guys could help me out. My 21-year-old looks at me and goes, I work too. I'm like, um, yes, but you also go to school the other nine months out of the year. Uh-huh. I'm working and still doing more. And I said, you could help me out. She goes, but I'm so tired from working. Oh. Those kids are at the daycare are exhausting. I said, and I've had two of them. How do you think I feel? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like they can manage one thing. Don't yeah. give me two. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> That's funny, Stephanie. Yeah. Thanks for weighing in, Angel. We've got sure. Angel is making me feel like I'm not alone. You're not alone. I was just like, this is so odd. Whoa. And my daughter, too. Like, Mom, I'm sorry. I couldn't call you for the last two weeks because I've worked every day. Like, really? Okay. I, I, that's just. I raised you and worked. Imagine that. Here's Shirley. Shirley, are you experiencing this? Oh my gosh, am I ever. 
My daughter is 19, and she works about 30 hours a week. She's home from college for the summer. And when she gets home at shortly after 4, she has to take a nap because she's thoroughly exhausted. <laughs> what? What did we you, raise? Do you think it's because we didn't make our kids work very hard? Like physical I, work? You know... I, I don't know what it is, but even just to, you know, even just to say, hey, do you want to take the dog for a walk? Mom, I am exhausted. <laughs> I cannot even think about doing one more thing. Mom. That, I love that part, too. I Mom. I'm, I'm exhausted. Well, that is so We are funny. raising a generation of exhausted people, and we are going to be in trouble if they have to take care of us as seniors. That's all I'm saying. They are. They're going to put us just in a home and hire someone else to do it because they're exhausted. That's so funny. No, I'm worried about it. Who's going to visit me? (laughs) Thing one or two? Me. Hmm. My daughter-in-laws. Yeah, and me. And your friends. It's going to be you. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Thanks for weighing in, guys. We are exhausted. Um, when we, you know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. That is all it is. This is yeah. becoming my favorite part of the show. Why? Well, I don't know if it's your Lori's? actual randoms or Lori Lori's inadequate response to your randoms. <laughs> she isn't inadequate. She just hates them. Yeah, Here's that one. is exactly what I mean. She's like, uh, are you done yet, Laurie? She's funny. I could do vacation, Lori. Should I be vacation, Lori, while you do your mm-hmm. randoms? Okay. I do it. So, Lori. All right, Julia. Do you have your randoms for today? <laughs> what do you got for us, Julia? Here's what I got yesterday, Lori. I told you this really interesting story about... Oh, are you going to get going on the phone bones again, Julia? Yesterday, you had the scare tactic about the phone bones growing in your head. Sure. Give us the story about the phone bones. You're done. You're done. You're fired. Um, it was everywhere today. This story about phone bones was absolutely cover search. Are you the they, only one calling them phone bones, or are they really calling them phone bones in the they story? They call them ho- horns, phone <laughs> horns, phone skulls. I, showed I them, like phone bones the best. I do, too. I showed it to my son this morning, and he goes, oh, I don't do that. And I'm watching him as his curved head laying sideways. <laughs> yeah, you don't do it at all. So here is... The report, we talked about this yesterday, but I do think it's enough of a story because I really have been worried about our kids' necks since they, all they do is look down. So here's a little bit about it, it from ABC. And over for hours upon hours. Do you worry about your posture when you're on your phone? Actually, yeah, because uh, I'm a middle school teacher and all I see are kids like this. Does your neck ever get sore? Yeah. It does. And how, how old are you? Ten. But is all this hunching over actually causing long-term changes to our vertebrae? One study is making that disturbing connection. That small, curved-out bone at the base of the skull is typically seen developing in the elderly. It's linked to posture problems, and now it's increasingly showing up in adults of all ages. In the elderly. Do you? And now our kids are. Do you ever think about, okay, so Steve Jobs... Yeah. He makes this like basic computer that is in your hand in your pocket. Yeah, it's crack. He's changed so much of like oh. our generational life. And I know he's dead, but I often wonder like he must he couldn't have known 
he couldn't have had an idea that not only would this change the way we communicate, the way we have relationships, the way we learn information, the amount of time we spend with our children. But now he's like evolutionarily phone bones are developing, which Mm -hmm. is just who could have guessed all this stuff. It's so like space age. I know. But cool, but space age I, and I weird. I think it's I think it's the downfall of society. I, I was on have. my phone I, for six hours a day this in my last report. Now I'm doing that for my business, so I'm on the phone a lot for social but media. You look but down and you're six, next, six hours a day, Julia. I, it's it's insane. Well, here is the deal. I've got an invention. It's a helmet, and it's like a dental light where it used to come out in the front, and it holds your phone, so you're looking upright, and your neck is fine, and your phone is right there, and we learned that Comcast has technology that they use for people with ALS, where you can change the channel with your eyes. Did you hear about that? That came out this week, too. So much crap is coming out. Pretty soon, you're going to wear this helmet. We're going to walk around with these helmets. All I can think of is the helmet with the two holes for beers and the straw. Well, it's kind of like that, but it'd be in the front, and it would have a slot to hold your phone, so you can walk around, look up, cross streets, you know, have conversations with people, because this bugs me so much. The newspaper, you'd be able to look up and have a conversation, but when you watch people eating... Like at a brunch or something, they're all down looking at their phones and you can't have the same type of conversation because I because the newspaper, you'd look up and did you see this article or you'd show stuff. But if your head is always up, you're going to be able to make moves on your phone with your eyeballs. I wonder if at some point they're just going to like implant something where we can we can work the phone with our brain or our eye or our tongue or whatever it is just in our. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't either, but I'm telling you, the helmet thing, I think, for your home, you know, like, because I always want to have conversations, and I have to figure out where to put my phone on my body, and I strap it in a strap thing that I bought, and then I try to put my head your headset on. I've often thought the women that wear the burkas, and they can just slip the phone in the yeah. side, that that's pretty handy. Way handy, <laughs> but there should be something. I mean, so there is going to be something. I know it, but it's, I do think... When you always look down, that's uncomfortable. I have a confession to make. You always look down. No, uh, you have phone bones. I, I I may have, but it was from from my generation. I loved Tetris on the Game Boy, and I had to go to the hospital because my head got uh, cramped. I was looking down so much that my head got <laughs> stuck. I got you're stuck a, in you're a, a video gamer. That's funny. I I am. I'm not as much as I used to be, but yeah, I, I just so to hear this story, it's like. So I wasn't uh, the so only that happened one. to me. I cramped up because I got Tetris neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, you do hear. I remember about five years ago when they first started the first video game treatment centers mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. People that were addicts. Yeah. Well, in the phones. They- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Their whole job is to get you to be on it more. It's creating dopamine. I will tell you the worst part of the phone for me, a later in life lady... 
Don't when, say the fonts. Well, you hold your phone and then you open your phone. And if you're going to take a picture or a video or whatever, the very first thing you always see is your chin from the bottom up. Oh. It is real unattractive down there. Brandy chin chin. Just, I mean, I've never really had a chin, but when you're looking in the mirror, you don't really, you're looking head on or maybe to the side. So you know you don't have a chin, but you can kind of get around it. Mm -hmm. When it's staring at you twice a day from the bottom up, I just, I mean, it's like a bullfrog. It's so unattractive. (laughs) (laughs) I would like something where the phone would open up from my forehead down and not my chin up. Oh, you're funny. So you know you're talking I mean? about taking a selfie and doing a video or, or something. Or just anything. Like I open I, the phone to the vi- camera and it's just from the bottom oh. looking up at my bullfrog chin. And I would like it to look down from Ribbit. my forehead. Ribbit. Ribbit. Well, you can invent that. There's gosh. like a phone mirror. Because who wants to look at their junk up? No one. Well, you're right. Yeah. It's never. I mean, your bottom of your chin is not hot. I took a picture of mine once to see what it looked like. It's, I mean, yours that is, is pretty what, good. That's one thing I do like with the camera. Like, if you feel like you got something somewhere, you can hold it over your back. Like, what is that? You know, what is it over here? That's you can do there. a mole check on your own. You can. <laughs> you kind of can, but don't, but be safe. All right. So, phone bones is really a thing. I know. So, and, and the neck thing for the ladies, you know, the rings around her neck, that is an aging spot, period. But now, the more you look down, the more you're giving your wrinkles an yes. opportunity oh, to form. Yes. I want there oh, to be a band called the Phone Bones. That's a I great like name it. for a band. It is. Yeah. That's going to be our band. It's Russell Crowe's new band. Mm, the Phone Bones are coming back. <laughs> um, we are going to be hearing about our traffic in a minute. Um, Pedialyte is now making popsicles. For people with hangovers, because people with hangovers have learned that you drink Pedialyte, yeah. which has all the electric lights in it that you feed your kids when they've lost all their fluids. Yeah. Yep. Adults are using them. Now you can get them in your freezer <laughs> section. That sounds good. Uh-huh. It I'm does sound a, good. It does sound good. Why not? Hey, gang. Thanks for hanging out with us. So um, let's talk about the new um, summer drink trends, because I yes. see a lot of things coming in cans, which I just so approve of. There um, are so many new things to have in cans that you can have in the boat or have at the game. Um First thing that's really fun is this product that's called Vamos Vino. And it is V-A-M-O-U-S. V-A-M-O-S Vino. V-I-N-O-S. Vamos Vino. And it is from a local family that owns a vineyard, the Familia is, what is that? I'm totally drawing a blank. That's okay. Keep cracking. They own a vineyard and they bottle um, wine and the two younger girls in the family decided that they wanted to get their family into these canned wines. So they went out and designed packaging and it's a Malbec because they're from Argentina Familia Moschini, that's the name of the... I'm just looking it up. And they have designed this really cute package. It's a can of Malbec. It tastes good. Is it sparkling? No, it's just red wine in a can. But it's locally made. It's really quite good. And it's fun to drink canned wine. You do... um, There are different types of canned wine that are available in the stores. But this one is... It's obviously grown in Argentina, but it's locally produced by two women in their early 20s. They're very fun. Oh, really? So that's Vamos Vino in a Malbec. It's a Malbec, yeah. Malbec, and it's just straight wine. Yep, straight red wine. 
Then uh, we're seeing a lot of these hard seltzers, okay? These are like the White Claw got real popular. Yeah, People like these because they're about 120 calories a can. They're 5% or less ABV, so uh, not as high alcohol. You can moderate them by adding soda water to them. You could make them harder if you wanted to by adding other liqueurs. But it gives you kind of more control, and it's in a can, so you know exactly how much you're drinking. Right. So I like that idea because I like the lower alcohol levels. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice thing because wine doesn't usually have like nine to twelve. It or can, something. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you get this can of wine, it's like drinking two glasses of wine if you drink the whole can. Okay. Um. All right. So the local. It started out with like the national people with the white claw, but sure. now the local folks are getting okay. in on it. Indeed, a lot of them are making these breweries are making these malt beverages with malt based. So Indeed has a crazy aunt that's a gin and tonic that's based in malt. They also have a rowdy uncle that's like a Moscow mule. And these are in cans. So if you're in their tap room and you're not a beer drinker, it gives you something else to have. Right. Surly has made a rosé lager. I saw you and Jason drinking that this morning. It's not my favorite. It's actually a little light for me, like flavor-wise. Okay. But if you like rosé, I know a lot of women are drinking it. Another drink that I love that's awesome is Fair State's Roselle. And this is a hibiscus sour beer, but it's fruity, it's sour, it's lighter than like you'd feel if you were drinking traditional beer. Okay. And that's a really popular drink. And, then, and does it have flavor? Because is it yeah. like drinking an Alta 70 calorie thing or whatever no, they have? it's way more flavorful. It's more flavorful. Yes. So Fair State's... Roselle. Okay. And then Lift Bridge, which is right over in Stillwater, they've got three new canned hard seltzers that are directly competing with like a White Claw. Okay. The Northwoods Juice Box is their most popular seller. It's cranberry and apple. And if you think about it, you know, cranberries are from Wisconsin. The apples they use are from Minnesota. So you're supporting that local. So good. They have one that's called Voyagers of Citrus that I like. This is a Moscow Mule type and then St. Croix Berries. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you about all these hard seltzer drinks. It really, they need a hit of citrus to really like send them over the top for you. Okay. They're delicious. Also, Sociable Cider has a new hibiscus rose apple cider that's called Pinch. Oh my gosh. That one's delicious. Okay, wait a second. Now, I want to ask you something. So, all right. So, we started with Vamos. Vino. Vino. Mm-hmm. And that's a wine, just that's a, a wine, straight wine can in a can. Wine. Yep. So it has the wine alcohol levels of like 10%, regular wine. Or what, yep. Regular wine, whatever it is. And then you talk about the hard seltzers, and these are sparkling. Yes. And is and all, all these others, like the Lift Bridge and the Fair States Roselle, is that one's a beer, but the other ones are sparkling, right? They're sparkling. all malt based, though. Okay. So even these hard seltzers are based in malt, which is Meaning? what you use to make beer. Okay. So hops. Yeah. So okay. they're, well, no, not hops. They're beer based. Okay. Barley, it could, could be barley, could be hops, could be anything. Okay. Would they be considered they're like Zima? Gluten? Okay. Would, oh gosh. Do you remember the yes. Zima? It's, that's what they are, but they're a modern version. The flavors are better. They're more natural in where they're getting their botanicals to flavor them. They're different. They're a very advanced Bartles and James. <laughs> no, because Bartles and James was, <laughs> was wine right. with sugar added and I, juice. So are these gluten free? No, not necessarily. Uh-uh. Okay. The ciders are. So if you're drinking the um, sociable cider, hibiscus cider, that would be gluten-free. Okay. 
Um, it's just, it's fun. They're the local folks are, we have a great craft community here Yeah, and they take these trends and then they localize them and it's just fun. And if the tap rooms are always fun, like if you go to the tap rooms or the cocktail rooms, they're just a blast. What one do you love? I mean, like, cause you say this to me and I'm just thinking, here's what I love. I've been to two places. What? Okay. Here's what I love. Okay. I actually love Tattersall products and I like their new bootlegger. And I think we've talked about this. It's a vodka that's flavored with mint and lime. Oh, love And it. all you do is you put your ounce and a half in your Collins glass, and then you add soda water, a flap of lime, and you have to slap the lime or slap the mint. Why? Because it releases the oil. So when you slap the mint, you can smell the mint, and you can taste the mint, and you put that in your drink, and then you give it a little citrus hit. Okay, if you wanted to blend it? You could. Is blending the mint release the flavor or do you have to slap your mint before you blend it? You actually release, I think, more of the oil by the slap than the blend. Because when you blend it, you're, you're like ripping it up. It up. Okay. Yep. Um, there's I also a local... That. Slap that mint. Slap the mint. Yeah, like slapping that mint. Okay. There's another product called Bootlegger that's in a glass bottle that they have around at liquor stores. They've got it at Total Wine, too. They have it at Certix. It's called Bootlegger. It is not alcoholic, okay? It's just like a lemon-lime slushy. Oh, yummy. And you, you add soda water to that. Things. And you've got like a non-alcoholic bootlegger. Because that's what I find is missing, too. If you don't want to have a cocktail, you have pop, coffee, or water. Yep. So ask your favorite bartender to make you a mocktail. They'll tell you, like, what do you like? You'll say, like, oh, I like citrus or not too sweet. Lavender. Yes. And you'd be surprised at the delicious mocktails that any bar will make for you. They all know how to make really good mocktails now. And that's kind of a new trend is people are wanting to. sobriety. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right, Julia. I know about it. I recorded that in random thoughts. And we're seeing more, like, wine spritzers again, things that are, like, half the alcohol. Right. And these hard seltzers, you can add soda water. You could add a little like spin drift just to what make is it spin go. Drift? Spin drift is amazing. It's salt. It's soda water with natural fruit juice added. It's 50 calories a can. They have grapefruit, strawberry, lime, lemon. Um, they're just delicious. You like that better than LaCroix? LaCroix doesn't have any. Calories. LaCroix doesn't have any real fruit in it. And okay. I don't. I like plain LaCroix. Some of the flavored LaCroix gross me out because they just oh, taste like I lipstick. Like like, oh, like they them. taste like lip gloss. Okay. Um, I like the grapefruit and I like the plain, but otherwise I'll buy those spin drifts. All right. And those are at Target or Kowalski's or wherever you shop. They're around. Oh my gosh. So we that's gotta... how you can make all your summer drinks. So, okay, you can buy flavored vodka. I like the Tattersall Sour Cherry. I like the Bitter Orange. And then you just add soda water to those. And it's like your own white claw at home. Same. They're 120 calories or less. You have a drink that you can make at home that's easy. Right. That's it. Something different. Yeah. And you can just put a like slice of orange in there, slice of lemon. Remember, all these things need citrus to put them over the top. And so you have a lemon or a lime or yep. an orange. Or a slice of orange or, I mean, I always have some crappy lemon or lime yep. molding in the corner of my freezer yeah, and I, I just so cut it up. And at yeah, at some point, the, lime, get, the bag of limes. If you can brown. get a tiny ounce of juice uh-huh. out of there, you're good. Uh-huh. Um, so, anywho, so, I yeah. says to the guy... And garnish is important. If you want to make like your drinks look fancy, even though they're not, just put a sprig of rosemary, a sprig of thyme, a cucumber, like oh. any of these just easy things you have at home make you feel fancy. You know, Dr. Ruth, her big thing was um, when you drink too much wine, 
you um you don't feel sexy anymore and so she was coming out and i look for for years and she said this i think five or six years ago that she was coming out with a lower alcohol wine it's and kind of a trend again i well i think white it, wines have less alcohol than red typically and french have no sugar less Oh, I heard they said that the French, you're not allowed to add sugar. Is that BS? There, no, that's true. And they have less sulfites. It's just they they have different standards for their wine than they do in America. So right. there's less junk in it, as it were. But Right. Because who was telling me at, I think I was at Haskell's, and he was saying the French wine is to be paired with food. The um, American wine is a meal. <laughs> that's <laughs> Something funny. like that, you yeah. know? That's funny. So, That's why all those French girls. I was just in France. I drank so much wine. It was insane. Do you drink so One day they, my liver hurt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right. Good Lord. All right. So when we come back, we are going to be doing some Hollywood speak. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. My talk. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right. Before we get to the meaning of everything, Melissa had a couple questions for you, Miss Stephanie, about our right. salsers and sodas and everything. Hey, Melissa, welcome to My Talk 1071. Hello. Happy Friday, Lovies. Thanks. Same, All to, right. same have, to you. Oh, thank you. I have one quick kind of question. I'm wondering if um, Stephanie or, or Julia, if you guys have either heard of or tried um, this product that I read about recently that is very much in alignment with the last conversation before the break. Um, it is um, following this, this trend of not drinking as much or, or sobriety. It is canned seltzer water with bitters, and there's some that are sweeter and some that are actually savory. Yeah. Have you heard of You have. have I you have. Tried it? And you can make them at home. Okay. They're they good. Yeah. So that's a really common way to make a mocktail in a bar, actually, is you'll use some kind of a bitter, you'll use soda water, and then maybe you'll hit it with just like a splash of juice. But those bitters give you a real botanical kind of flavoring. Uh, And and it's mostly like smell almost and aroma more than flavor. But yeah, I have the I have a kit of the um, bit, bitter cube bitters. They're made locally. They have a cherry vanilla bark bitter that's fantastic that I use in old fashions. But I also use it in like a Coca Cola, or I'll use it in just soda drinks just to have something that's refreshing. Now I'm not familiar with bitters very much at all, and don't have drinks that usually have them. Yep. So it's just, just give it a shot. Go find something and mix it up. Completely, yeah, and they're cheap, and they last oh. forever. So you can All get right. like a bottle of bitters for twelve dollars, and it'll last you forever. Okay, thank you so yeah. very much. And use it with champagne too. Oh, so you okay. put a eyedropper in your champagne glass and kind of swirl it around, and then you pour your sparkling wine, your cava, your champagne on top of it, and it just again gives it a whole new complexity and flavor. So you don't need much. No, not at all. You'll just use like a couple of drops. Okay, thank you very much. All right, see you later. Oh okay, my, bye. Helping people right and left there, Miss right. Stephanie. All right, so today, in addition to being the first day of summer, is um, selfie day. <sighs> so we've got a guide how to give take the perfect Can I ask selfie? you a 100% honest question? How right. many selfies do you think you take in a week? Not any. I only take them in here with a guest because Lori's arm doesn't stretch out. And if it did, she's too weak to push the button. She makes me take them. 
That's so, the like, only time maybe I take them. once or twice a month. But a lot of people take them. I think I it's don't. weird. I don't. How many pictures of yourself I, can you take? Like, if you're doing it for your work or, if, you know, I get that. But, like, I'm in the Louvre and these people are taking selfies of themselves. With, in front of the Mona Lisa? Exactly. And it's like, no, use your eyes to experience what you're looking at. Are you going to look back on this picture of you and the Mona Lisa? Like, what is the point? I really do not get selfies. Well, here's the deal, Stephanie. They're here to stay. I know. But is, I, I mean, do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, Are you totally. with me? Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Like, if you're sending a picture of yourself to a boy or, you know, like, hey, miss you. Like, I don't know. I can see that you would take some pictures of yourself. But you in front of the landmark building. It's how everybody you, shares their life. It's a diary these days. It's yeah, a personal journey diary. This is I the generation. I just don't like my face that much. Me neither. I don't know. And I don't Especially even when think... you hold your own arm out and you look really bad. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you how to take a good one. For okay, those of please, because I'm terrible. are taking them, lighting is everything. So how do you get good lighting? They have these lights that go around your phone that are like a... Um, a phone cover case. Our friend had one of these a few years ago, probably four years ago in L.A. We could not believe how much better we looked in the pictures. But if you want to be bold enough to go out with a bold light and have it on every time you're taking a picture, I mean, it makes you look like you think you're all that. Honestly. But lighting in the right places, you need good lighting. And she also says she recommended her Lumi phone case, which has built-in lighting. Position the phone from above, duh. Yeah, we I, know that part. People want to take your p- picture straight on. I'm like, no please, one wants to see your front above. chin. And then she Rrrr. also says the key Rrrr. to flattering a shot is lifting the phone above you. <laughs> I'm not telling you anymore. No, all I could do is just keep thinking about my bulldog chin that every time I open my phone, it's staring at me. <laughs> Sorry. Stephanie. I know. Someone has another question. On the drinking? Oh. Yep, on drinks. On <laughs> slapping a mint? Yeah, it's, all right, Richard. we should just have this the drinking segment. Okay, Richard. It is Friday. Hi, Richard. Would you like to slap my mint? Oh! Yeah, I would like to know... <laughs> Stephanie, I'd like to know exactly how a professional would slap a mint. You just take your sprig of mint, like you've got a stalk, right? And you yep. just literally slap it in your hand like that. You, like, flap it. Slap it. Yep. You don't clap it. You slap it. You flap, slap something, and you can smell it right away when you do that. It releases the oils, and then you put it in your drink. Can you hit it with a fly swatter? (laughs) No. No? (laughs) Okay, perfect. Because usually uh, what you do with the mint is, what do you do? You kind of mash it a little bit? You muddle. I prefer right. I prefer for these hard seltzer drinks a, a flap because you don't want these little green things in your teeth. You just want that smell as you're bringing it up to your face. Well, that was a really interesting thing to hear in my Friday ride home. Thank, <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Richard. I'm glad I'm entertaining you, Richard. Oh, my gosh. Flap. So you have to just flap it. You have to flap. Okay. You just he- flap. Okay, so here's what we're Holly spe- Hollywood speaking. Last night, Madonna <gasps> was on with Jimmy Fallon, and I'm oh, going to try to describe so her outfit. So she's promoting Madame X. So instead of wearing an eye patch, which she's worn in every interview, she decided she would just wear a veil. 
and it's like it's a black fishnet veil that goes down right underneath her nose and across it in red letters it says art and then it has a little bit of diamond work around it but what's interesting is it matches her little pillbox hat but her dress is a very um bedazzled dress with a round neck but it has netting in the front that's and sheer that's sheer and it looks like fingers are going around her breasts to hold them up and then the sheer and then there's a little heart in the middle but the sheerest part of her breast is propped so tight you can't see her nipple she's it, making like a mono boob she's with making a, a mono boob butt in front with a cleavage and so i just <laughs> i didn't we just said please caption this for us at Lori and julia on instagram and here's here's our comments because okay. i think they're good odd um <laughs> Sam says, I'm so confused by this. Like, what is even going on here? Hashtag stop trying so hard. Yes, that was exactly my thought. Like, why are you trying to do Lady Gaga? Or was Lady Gaga trying to do you and you're still trying to do it? She's but, still trying to get back at her. Yeah. Uh, Badger Girl says, awkward. Uh, Linda says, trying to stay young and starting trends. Okay, Linda, I love your positive attitude. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to c- camouflage her bad plastic surgery well there is that did you notice like how tight and weird her face looked i'm not saying anything okay she smoked some bad weed before she got dressed (laughs) Mm -hmm. jenny from the block desperate um someone says crazy i like this one just nope yeah in caps and another one says i got offered the senior discount dot 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 She's only a few years older than me. That's so Thirsty, sad. desperate, afraid to age. And I think the thing is, she, I... It really looks bad. I, it is, it, it it's does. It's a statement. It's on the Instagram for Lori Julia, if you want to see the it, picture. The monoboob is one thing. That's not great. The but face she didn't want to wear the eye behind the veil with art is strange. Maybe she's just an artsy person, and maybe we just chalk this all up to art, because that's what she wants us to say. Well, she wants she does. Yeah, okay, art. so that's what it is. The Did you see it? Got worn out. No, I am. Um, there are a lot of people calling with questions for Stephanie about bitters. You just oh, tell them. For God's sakes, here's Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason. Yeah. Hi. Hi, hi, Jason. You don't want to hear about Madonna's breasts. You want to hear about bitters? <laughs> uh, you know, I can hear about either. No, we're going to, you asked your question about bitters. Okay, yeah, so I heard you guys talking about bitters and, and soda water. Um, you know, Five Watt Coffee, the like the local coffee yes. company or whatever, um, their sister place, like Big Watt, yep. is actually doing like a, a bitters and water, like sparkling water kind of thing, and I think it comes out in a few weeks. Oh, oh really? What's see, it, that's what? cool. They put bitters in like their lattes, too. Lavender. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. I love lavender. Where is this place? I have no, I feel like you were talking about watts of light bulbs. So I'm so. Five watt coffee. There's one in Kegging Case. There's one in Northeast Minneapolis. And I believe there's one in South Minneapolis too. Five watt. Okay. Five watt coffee. All right. Got it. Jason. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. No, do you have another question? Oh, no. We hung up on him. He's good. He's good. All right. Well, anyway, it is time. To take a quick break, we will be back. We've got tickets, a pair of tickets to the June 28th. Um, Guys and Dolls performance at the Guthrie, which I'm so excited for. People are just so excited. That's going to be here a couple months, but I, this is a great opportunity. When we're going to play Guess the Celebrity Voice when we come back. Stay with us. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071.